Hello and welcome to episode 60 Uno of the Roll Jump Media Podcast. My name is Ray. Hope y'all are familiar with me at this point. And then joining me today are my co-hosts, Jose and Luis. What's going on, you guys? How you guys doing? We're good. Happy Saturday. Glad to be here. Yes. Buenos dias. And joining us also <laughs> is our good friend, Cassandra. Cassandra, what's going on? I'm getting roasted in Pokemon Unite. <laughs> <laughs> she's a little addicted, but she's going to be part of the podcast. She'll be engaged. It's a good Saturday. Good Saturday. The agenda for today, we're going to be talking about Fire Emblem Three Hopes reviews. We're going to be talking about our games draft. There's been some updates there. We're going to be talking about what we've been playing. And the majority of this podcast will be about us sharing our hopes and speculation about the next Nintendo Direct. So if you're in for that ride, go ahead and strap in. Go ahead and give us a like. Go ahead and subscribe. Go to all that stuff. Check us out. We love to talk with you guys about video games. So without further ado, let's go ahead and jump into this draft. Um, can y'all guess what release happened that could have affected the scores pretty drastically? I, I think... I think I talked with Jose about this. Oh, yeah. Um, was it Three Hopes? Three Houses, no? Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, Three Hopes, no? Did somebody... Nobody picked Three Hopes? Oh, yeah. Actually, yeah, never mind. Yeah, yeah. That was my replacement um, last time. Okay. Well, Which that wasn't I the one I was thinking that's... of, but definitely Three Hopes did impact Jose's score in a positive way. It netted you 10 points because on Open Critic... It, it has an 80. So now you're at sitting at 77 points. Oh, I think I know. Oh, um, <laughs> are, you, are you talking about um, <laughs> uh, TMNT? Uh, TMNT. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That game affected 50% of the teams, which was two <laughs> out of four of us. Luis, um, in an unintentionally... Hurt Cassandra quite a bit with her score. Because. Man, I ain't even playing at this point. <laughs> because Louise picked Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge, which came out pretty recently. Actually, we'll also talk about scores of that one as well, in addition to Three Hopes. Um, it got an 87 on Open Critic, netting Louise 17 points, matching his other release game, Gran Turismo 7. Good news for him, bad news for Cassandra, because she counterpicked Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, much to her demise, which subtracted 17 points from her score. Shoot, what do I have now? Minus one? Uh, add three to that, and then that's your score. Okay. You got two points. I Not stand negative. by all my picks. <laughs> I am picking some nasty game just because I know it's going to get good reviews. Well, in this case, it wasn't about picking a game that you're not, not passionate about. It was about counterpicking something out of spite. <laughs> no, not out of spite. Oh, my bad. What was it out of? What was the reasoning behind it? I forget. Yeah, it just seemed mid. <laughs> oh. 
Fair enough. I mean, uh, I guess you can say that about Gran Turismo, but Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Man. That game has been hyped for years. It's a revival of our of the old school of the nineties. Nostalgia. That's it. Nostalgia did kill you here, I'm not gonna lie. Nostalgia clouding the mind. Yeah. Yeah. I'm okay with it. Alright, for sure, for sure. And then um a recap from last week. Uh, I outbid Luis for Xenoblade Chronicles 3, which replaced one of my games at Final Fantasy 16. And then Luis, you're trying to get, you're trying to ex- change out Chia? Yeah. But I outbid you for that one. So, games that need to be replaced still, we have Chia, and we have Lord of the Rings Golem. As well as, oh no, no, not Lord of the Rings Golem, sorry. Chia, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild 2, Cassandra has to switch that one out at some point. And then me, I have Stalker 2. Um, it officially says it's not going to release this year, so I got to switch out another game. Any moves that anybody wants to make today? I'm good with mine. So we got. So Luis is looking to make a bid. Anybody else want to make a a switch? Jose looks like she's good. Cassandra, do you want to switch your game out or Legend of Zelda and look for something? Mm, not today. Not today. All right. So if Luis is looking, I'm gonna look too. <laughs> You need to change something up? Yeah, I still have um I have Stalker 2, it's not releasing. Mm, right. Alright, so let me see. You so competitive. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think I have a game, but should I should I put in a bit? Mm-hmm. I'm debating if I want to bid for something right now. Nah, I'm going to wait. Go ahead and put your bid in, Luis. Okay. Well, since you're the only one bidding, uh, you can go ahead and uh, reveal... Go ahead and reveal what you're bidding for and what the game is. Okay, so no, the uh, I'm gonna make a bid for live a life. Live a life. 
Alright, that's a solid pick. I'm glad I waited then because I wasn't going to choose that game. <laughs> okay. Alright. So. I'm going to remove Chia. Chia, Chia. All right, so yeah, so I made a bid for one dollar. All right, fair enough. That's the benefit of not having competition. Mm -hmm. So, so I made a bid for uh, live alive and dropping chia. Okay, sounds yeah, good. Done deal. Sounds good. All right, and real quick before we move on, upcoming games we have Stray. It's coming out in less than a month on September ninth. I mean September, July nineteenth. <laughs> Xenoblade Chronicles three is coming up on the 29th of July. We have Saints Row. We have Lord of the Rings Golem coming up after that. So on and so forth. Okay. So let's go ahead and change up the formula just a tad. We'll move on to reviews of certain games. So first up, we'll have Fire Emblem Warriors. I have Metacritic up for Fire, Fire Emblem Warriors. It's sitting at an 80. And if I choose one of these reviews down here, oh, we'll just choose some of these 80, 80 score ones. First one, it says, Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes succeeds admirably as both a spin-off stacked with stand fan service that truly understands the source material and has a compelling take on the Warriors format. It's not going to win over any detractors of Musou-style gameplay, and it starts to buckle under the weight of repetition by the end. But if you're a fan of Three Houses and can handle that, you're in for a treat. And then we have Gfinity. Okay, the last one I read was from Well Played. And then there's another one from Gfinity that says, With endlessly stylish and deceptively simple skirmishes at its core, Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes is a surprisingly well-rounded power trip that endlessly, endlessly, wait, power trip that endless, needlessly deep systems and sluggish opening chapters aside should easily captivate franchise fans and anyone looking to finally meet its popular cast of characters. It's the most genuine fun I've had with a story-driven game in ages and one that's a great entryway into a beloved franchise. So it's kind of, I feel like we have the same kind of discussion with these Musou style games. It's like, if you're into them, you're into them. If you're not, you're not. I don't think there's much else to, <laughs> to talk about or dig into there. What do you guys think? Um, boop, 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 boop. Did we disconnect? Ah, oh, damn. I disconnected from y'all? Yeah. yeah. Dang. How much did you guys uh, miss? Pretty much everything. Pretty much everything? We were going to start reading one of the 
You start reading the first review and then it just cut off. Okay. Yeah, we stop yeah. we stop hearing you and then you drop. Uh damn dude, it's crazy. Okay. Hopefully no more technical difficulties. Alright, so the first one that I read was from Well Played. They gave it an eighty. Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes succeeds admirably as both a spin-off stacked with fan service that truly understands the source material and and as a compelling take on the Warriors format. It's not going to win over any detractors of Musao's style gameplay, and it starts to buckle under the weight of repetition by the end. But if you're a fan of Three Houses and can handle that, you're in for a treat. And then the second one I read was from Gfinity. They also gave it an 80, and they said, With endlessly stylish and deceptively simple skirmishes at its core, Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes is a surprisingly well-rounded power trip that, needlessly deep systems and sluggish opening chapters aside, should easily captivate franchise fans and anyone looking to finally meet its popular cast of characters. It's the most genuine fun I've had with a story-driven game in ages, and one that's a great entryway into a beloved franchise. Nice. And, and then my commentary was like, we kind of have the same kind of discussion with Warriors games. If you're in them, you're in them. If you're not, you're not. But this one seems to have a pretty good story. I mean, based on, on the reviews, it kind of sounds like um, like the same reception that Hyrule Warriors got. Yeah. Um. So that's good. I want to play this game. <laughs> I actually played a little yeah. bit of it before um, we actually jumped on here. And I wasn't very impressed by it, but I only played like, what was it, like 20-something minutes? It was just like a little slice, but it could, it could just not be my cup of tea. Oh, okay. I was telling Jose, like, because uh, when the reviews came out, I showed him. Uh, and I was I, I was kind of surprised, actually, that I got, like, really good reviews. That it was reviewing yeah. well. In some days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, yeah, I mean, I'm, well, I want to play this game. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to buy it. Because um, if I do, I, I won't play it until, like, next year, maybe. <laughs> but uh, my dad just left my mind. Uh, what was I gonna say? Take your time, brother. All right, um, because um, I downloaded the demo. Okay, mm -hmm. I downloaded the demo, uh, but I, I never, I haven't tried it. I don't think I will. Uh, just so I can, like, if I go into the game, I just go. You know, without not, without knowing anything, uh, I know, I know Marcos. He was he tried it out, tried the demo, out, and and I, I wanted to get his thoughts about it, but I, I didn't ask. So, but I mean, he seemed like he was having fun. So I think it's more like Warriors fun. Uh, if you played like the the Warriors game, it's more of that with fire and. Yeah. They try to add some 1v1s by having like those powerful enemies. Quote unquote powerful enemies. <laughs> it ain't for me, dog. 
Alright, so let's go ahead and move on to uh, Shredder's Revenge. Alright, so Shredder's Revenge on Metacritic, it has an 86, which is really good. User score 8.9. And why can't I scroll? Oh, there we go. Alright, so let's go ahead and read some of these reviews. What's interesting is that none of the big outlets show up right at the beginning. Maybe they just don't put the reviews out as fast as others. So they're like smaller publications? Yeah. Alright, so the first one I have here is from Inverse, and they gave it a 90. It reads, naturally, fans of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and classic beat-em-ups will get the most out of Shredder's Revenge. But that doesn't stop that shouldn't stop you from playing if you can't recite the theme song from memory. Even for non-fans, you can beat the game in a single afternoon and have more fun than you will in most 50-hour open-world epics. If you're looking for a new multiplayer game, Shredder's Revenge is a must-play, thanks to a stellar combat and upbeat tone that makes it worth revisiting levels again and again. And then there's another one from Gamer.nl. It's the first time I heard of that one. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge offers time timeless entertainment. It's obvious that Tribute Games developed this game with a lot of love. That results in a game that plays it safe with a couple of shortcomings, of which the chaotic multiplayer throws the biggest spanner in the works for less experienced players. Apart from that, the game is more than worth your time. Where is this from? The Netherlands? I don't know. That was some <laughs> that was some like, uh, lingo that I did not understand. But I think you guys get the gist. I think it's kind of what we expected it to be, but I think it's right in line because I we, like it's it's nostalgia pandering in a way. Like I don't think it, it. I think it was destined to have this kind of these kind of scores. I remember seeing like a tweet. Uh, they were saying they were like living through the 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 next or like the second golden age of, of beat em ups. Uh, and like looking back at like previous releases like um what's it called? Uh, Streets of Rage Four. Mm -hmm. That game did really well as well. Like it reviewed really well. And and then we have this and I think there's like other games coming out. Um maybe not as, as known. But um, but yeah, I mean, it's really cool to see like this kind of resurgence on on that genre, and like like actually being like good games that people enjoying those things. We should have a double header one day, just streets of streets of streets of rage four into Shredder's Revenge. I bet you that'd be super cool, and you can just like couch co op. It sounds really fun. And then the the what was it the Kawabanga collection is coming out. Oh right, which has all the TMNT games. True, that'd be pretty cool to play. And I don't think we we, we as a group we'd never really dove into something like that. I guess the closest would have been Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Remember that one night where we played it for like hours. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, it would be something similar to that. This two D beat em up style.
All right. Well, those are the two games that I had planned to cover. Let's go ahead and jump into what we've been playing before we talk about our N Nintendo Direct hopes. Okay. So I'll go first. Um, so I'll start with uh, my 2DS. I've been playing. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned uh, I stopped playing uh, Social Striker finally. <laughs> uh, I put like, I want to say like 260 something hours into that game. Dude! I was not expecting, was not expecting to put that many hours into Social Striker. Um, but I think it was just me trying to like um, get the the highest level for each for the highest score for each level, um, the S score I guess. And so I did put a lot of time into that, and, but you know I wanted to move on, so I sort of rushed through it at the end. And I had already completed the the main story, so it wasn't a big deal. Uh, but I started. Uh, I started Luigi's Mansion in the 2DS. I got it for the 2DS, or the 3DS, sorry. Dude, that game, it hit. Like, I, re I really, really, really liked that game. Oh, you, you played uh, the port to the 2DS, 3DS? Yeah, it, it wasn't, it probably, it wasn't the, it's not the best way to play Luigi's Mansion. Mm. Um, I'm just glad I was able to, like, finally play it. Dude, you had to tell me like details, dude, because that game is like instrumental to my childhood. Please tell me details of how it's, you. Felt. It's really good. Um, because uh, I start, I remember we, we I started playing it, or we played it for a little bit um a few years ago at your house, I think. Probably. Um. So you know, I was like, okay, you know, I'm gonna go into this game with some experience. You know, I kind of get the gist of it. Um. And I remember, like, I think I, I, we would ask you, like, oh, well, what, you know, what kind of game is it? Like, what, what do you do in the game? Mm. It's like, oh, well, you catch ghosts kind of thing. You know? It's like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? And so going into the game, it, it sort of, like, just throws you into, like, like this mansion, right? And it's like you're trying to find Mario or whatever. Yeah, I don't want to go into full spoilers. Dude, how cool is it that there's a dedicated button to just call Mario's name? Uh, <laughs> I was doing that uh, quite a bit. Um, the different, the different um, ways that you call. Yeah. Um, and like I started playing it, and like the first, the first day I played it, like it immediately like got, got me. You know, like you you would like enter this, uh, like different rooms, or like you would have to get a key to get into the room, mm -hmm. and then you'll see like the ghost, and each ghost has like a. They have so much personality, like, uh, you know, there's, uh, there's like the, the uh, there's, uh, there's goals for like a family, you know, like the mom, the dad, the, the kid, and then there's like the grandpa and then the grandma and mm -hmm. some other ghost twins. And, and I don't know, like, I really like that, that you met different ghosts with different, uh, with a unique personality for each. And you would mm -hmm. have to like, uh, you have to figure out how to like um expose their heart kind of thing, like to be able to 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 get them or capture them with your culture gust. And and I like that. I like that. Like the whole puzzle aspect of okay, you know, what do I do? And sometimes you have to 
work with what you had like in the room within the room like I don't know like you had to use the mirror or yeah you had to uh, I thought you said you were going to spoil everything, my guy. I know, right? Going <laughs> <laughs> to all details and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, um, it was just really fun. Like, I think I finished the game like within a week. Sounds or, about like, right. Even less, like three days, five days. Yeah, it's kind of short. Mm-hmm, it's really short. And like, I can say, like, I, I really, really liked it. Um, and then, so I, I played that. Uh, and I started playing uh, the second game we just mentioned, um, the Dark Moon, I think it's called. Um, uh, it's it's different than the first one, uh, and that was kind of a letdown because um, uh. it's like, oh, you know, I just had like this amazing time with this game. I wanted more of that, and then you come into this game, and it's it's, it's a little different. And so I did play it for like a. Maybe like an hour the first time, and then I I put it down because I was like mm. I don't know if if it's gonna get me like that, um, but I do plan on playing it more. I have played more, uh, and it's it's different. You know, I tried looking at it like okay, you know, this is a different game. You know, just going with an open mind kind of thing, and uh, and it's going. You know, I'm I'm playing through it, and so far I, I, again I, I I had so much more fun with the first game. Um, but we'll see. So that's what I've been playing on the 2DS. And then on the Switch, I'm playing... Uh, what was the last game? Well, on the Switch, uh, uh, I mean, we played uh, Pokemon Unite together. We played... Uh, we tried the, the Sunbreak demo. Sunbreak uh, demo. Right. Um... Dude, that comes out like next week. I'm ready, yeah. bro. It's just Monster Hunter fun. Madness. They how did they manage to put something new in the game? They know. put the freaking wire bug, which is amazing. Uh-huh. Like, you know what? Let's go ahead and meet that same kind of epicness. We'll put the switch skill in there. No problem. That's skill. And, and that, like we were talking about it. It, it kind of changes or it adds more to like the gameplay and like the style that you, you or like the the combat. Yeah. And, and, and it sort of like refreshes it, um, so now you can get to try, try all these like skills, right? Or, or try to switch skills, uh, the switch skill system. And, and we tried it, and I actually like, I was able to to use other um, classes uh, or other types of hunters mm-hmm. that I'm interested in now. You know, like uh, the double blade, um, the corkscrew. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I mean that it's it's cool. It's it's really cool that they did that. Uh, and now I just want to play more Monster Hunter, and that's good. More content. Yes. And and I think I think that's about it. Uh, but like the main game that I'm playing on my Switch is uh, Xenoblade Chronicles Two. I finally I finally started playing that game. Cool. And. And the combat, it, it is different from the first game. Yeah. But it doesn't really take me out of it. Uh, you know, I I think I'm getting used to it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's 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 very similar to the first game, like how you traverse the world. You don't just walk around and even monsters or you get items. 
Dude, damn. Xenoblade needs mounts, bro. Mounts? Mm -hmm. yeah. That'd be cool. <laughs> yeah. To be able to transverse the world. Yeah. Yeah, because it's, it's a huge world. Uh, but I mean, like, so, so I'm playing through that. Uh, I have, like, I want to say, like, uh, maybe six hours or eight hours in already. And, and I'm enjoying it. Uh, but I think. I think the first game, like the characters in the first game, captivated me more, like it made more, uh, like faster yeah. than this game. Uh, but you know, I, it's not like I hate it. I hate Xenoblade Chronicles too. So, so I've been having fun. I've been having fun with that. Um, that's probably what I'm going to be playing later today as well. So yeah, no. that's pretty much it. I went on for a bit. Sorry. No. I would say that Xenoblade 2 is kind of... I was trying to think of the word rhythmic. It's more rhythmic to me. Because mm. you got to press the face buttons at certain times. Yeah. For maximum efficiency. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's true. You haven't finished the game, break? Nah, dude. <laughs> I'm not going to finish it at this point. It's not happening. Mm, yeah. Yeah, so it is what it is. I'm playing Xenoblade Three Day One, even if I have to watch cutscenes to catch up. It is what it is. All right, Jose, Jose, what's up, my guy? What's going on with you? Um, I've been good. Um, so, so for the last what? How many months? <laughs> um, I've been playing Pokemon Arceus. Uh -huh. Um, but it's it's not until recently that I was just like, okay, enough. Like I'm just gonna like just complete it, like the bare minimum, you know, just to get through like the 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 quest. Um, and so I did that without like worrying about you know completing every you know entry or every corner of the game. So it's like, okay, well, just just do the bare minimum and, and pass the game, you know, just so that you can move on because it was getting ridiculous. Like, we're halfway through the year and that's the only game <laughs> that I've been playing. Um, so so I did that and then I passed it finally. Um, and nice. so I finally moved on to um, Dragon Quest. I started playing Dragon Quest. What? Um, the 11? Uh, yeah. Um, and... So far, it's good. Um, I'm enjoying it. Obviously, it's it's. I mean, it's the first time I play an entry from that franchise. Um, uh, I mean, it's a JRPG, so I mean that that already has like my attention. So, um, so yeah, I've been playing it. The graphics are really nice. Um, I really, I, I had forgotten that they give you the option of playing in 3D mode or in 2D mode. Um, so that's really cool. That's really um. It's nice that they're able to give players that option. Um, I'm playing it in 3D mode. Um, I did give 2D mode a, a try, but um, I kind of wanted to experience the the world, you know, in depth, literally. Sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, so far so good. I mean, I'm still like in the... I don't know how big this game is. Because, um, I mean, I've already played, what, like two days into... Well, I mean, I've, I've already started playing... Um, but I feel like I'm still in the, like in the beginning, you know, um, part of the game, um, where it's a little more of like, 
um, what's the word? Um, exposition um, and a little bit of grinding to do, but um, but I'm enjoying myself. Um, I'm really excited to to get into this game, um, just because it's a new franchise. And so you know how with Three Houses, um, that was like my first game, and I loved it. And so now I'm a Fire Emblem fan. Uh, looking yeah. forward to you know more games. Um, hopefully this game does the same for me with this franchise. Um, and it's I mean it's pretty much loved in Japan, I believe. Um, yeah. It's it's very huge over there. Um, so so yeah, I'm, I'm I'm happy. I'm glad. I'm excited to see what you know the hype is and um, what all the hype is about um, with this game. How are the bonds with the characters? Um, well, see, that's the thing. Like I, right now, I um, I don't know how all any of that works. Like I don't know oh. if because I don't have I, right now I only have one other companion. That's it. Um, so I don't know how far apart, you know, are your meeting with your meetings with the other characters is. I don't know how far along I have to go to get the next like companion. Um, but yeah, I don't know how how the bonds work yet. Fair enough. Hopefully, hopefully they're good. <laughs> we'll see. From what I heard it from Dragon Quest, they're pretty good. Something okay. Nice. Nice, dude. Well, that's kind of a big undertaking if you stick with that one. You got any other games you're playing? Um, no. I mean, just on the Switch. Um, I I haven't played any like Nintendo 2DS games. Um, even though I do have one. Um, Luis got me one. <laughs> um. But um, I haven't I haven't played any of that. Um, I have been playing Pokemon Unite um, with you guys, um, some Mario Kart. Um, but yeah, that's about it. Sweet. I'm just glad I'm out of the Pokemon Arceus bubble because it's getting ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Will you ever go back? If you, you you'll probably get the itch maybe and go back and try to complete more of it. Maybe, maybe, maybe just like continue the progress and just just to kind of complete it, you know. Right. But I don't know. Maybe a few months from now, I need a break from that. <laughs> cool. All right. So for myself, um, I actually haven't been playing that much of a lot. Not too much. Um, I played some Apex Legends with Marcos. Uh, played a little bit more of Destiny 2. Um, I'm probably going to play a little bit of that today just to get some online matches in since they're pretty addicting. Um, put a little bit of Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memory, just a couple of songs in there. It's just a feel good, feel good time. Um, Sunbreak with Luis. Been fun. I played a little bit more, probably like 45 minutes or so on my own. And the main thing I wanted to talk about was East, East Origin. So East is YS. And yeah, so this game, I've been wanting to buy it either on the PlayStation or whatever console it is. But uh, for some reason, I've just been like reluctant to do it. But finally, it was on the Switch. It was $7.99. I was like, you know what? Let's go for it. And I did. And previously, I had played through East Memories of Celseta on my Vita. And that game was really fun. It was probably my favorite game on the Vita. 
looking back at it. And I kind of just wanted East 9 to capture that same feeling. But from playing the demo, I just didn't get that same feeling. East Origin gives me that feeling that I had with memories of Celceta. And I believe it's just mostly from the combat. So I was thinking about it just a little bit before we got to this point, and um, it's almost like a Musou game because you you fight you fight a lot of enemies, not nearly as many, but I feel like you have to think more about what you do because like your moveset is limited, but uh, they're fun to pull off. Like basically, you'll hit X to do like a or Y to do the basic combo if you play on the Switch, and then if you jump and then you hit the um, Attack button, you'll do like an uppercut if you jump, and then while you're descending, if you push the attack button, you'll do like a, a ground slam. And there's two different characters you can do. You can play as I've only been playing as the axe wielder so far. And those three um, attacks themselves are really fun to to do in combat because it's really smooth. Um, they feel like they do a lot of damage. And on top of that, you also get like magic skills. I believe you get like three different ones, but I only have one. And um, those also affect the like the tide of battle as well. So combine that with just going through the dungeon, um, defeating enemies. It's it's just a really fun time, man. It's it's like um, you don't need to use your brain completely on, but it's not completely bre- like not complete. I was gonna say completely brain dead, but it it strikes a balance between being puzzly and then being like a muso where you're just kind of like mashing through it. It's kind of like a really nice sweet spot where you're enjoying it actively and you're looking forward to what the next next story beat's going to be because the story in East games are also really good. So um, I feel like East Origin does capture the same vibe that I'm looking for and what everybody should like expect from an East game. So I'm really enjoying myself on that front. And um, I'm getting like context of how the world kind of is originated or what happened previously because East Memories is like farther in the future. So... Even on a story front, it's really cool. So I'm looking forward to continuing the game. And I heard it's not that long, so even better. <laughs> but yeah, that's about it for me. Nice. And last but not least, we have Cassandra. Cassandra, are you there? Yes, sir. I'm right here. Hello. Have you been playing games? Mm, yeah. I've been playing Pokemon Unite. Um, kind of got addicted to it because, like, you know how they do, like, oh, like a daily login bonus, whatever. That's how they get you. Yeah. And that's, that's, how how they, you. that's how they get you, dude. And I'm like, dang, I don't <laughs> want to ruin my streak. Let me log in today. Um. <laughs> And so I finally got the Greninja on there, and I tried playing it a while ago, but my Switch, <laughs> my Switch had a meltdown. <laughs> no. So, so I'm letting it like, like the Joy Cons just like disconnected. Um, so I'm letting it like cool off, and see if it's still working again right now. Um, but I've been playing Hyrule Warriors a lot too. I'm really into that game. Like I had forgot how much I like it, and there's a lot to do in that game like I don't I've never finished one of them completely like not even the Wii U version which was a little bit more like pared down the 3DS one I think I also put a lot of hours into that one but 
I went back and started the definitive edition one for the Switch. Um, and there's just so much to do on there. There's a lot. You can put hours and hours and hours in that game. So it's fun. I just I want to play as Empa in the definitive edition. I've always Empa is amazing. Empa, I love her character design in that game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like she's really cool to use. Why don't we have that Impa in other Zelda games? Why? <laughs> I know we never get the chance to like see more of that. I think that's I the closest I'm going to get to a Sheik game, huh? Playing Impa and Warriors. I yeah. mean, Sheik is there too. <laughs> oh, we're Sheik too, right? That's the oh, yeah. I got to treat myself one day and just go on a Sheik and Impa rampage. Yeah. I like, no. that's, I don't know. I, the character designs are really cool for all of them. Like, yeah. I like Zelda too. And but yeah, her Hero Warriors is like it it's it's so replayable. There's so much there's so much content to do. in that game. Yeah. Yeah, it's insane. I don't know how I don't know if I ever finish it, but it's really fun to play. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Anything else? Nope, that's what I'm doing until Breath of the Wild 2 comes out. <laughs> well, that's... And my Mask right 2 coming out. Hmm? What about my Mask? Oh, yeah, I started playing it, but I haven't, like, picked it back up again. <laughs> so I'll be doing that soon, though. Well, that's a great segue into... What we're going to be talking about next, which is Nintendo's next direct. Um, we don't know when it's when it's going to be still. They decided to say, you know what? We don't have allegiance to, to Keeley. We have allegiance to E3, so we ain't going to announce nothing. And so we don't know when the next direct's going to happen. So um, I thought we'd use this time. Um, I wanted to do this last week to um, talk about what we want to see from the Nintendo Direct, what we what we think we're going to see, and kind of just like pie-in-the-sky dreams, what our like expectations or what we would like to see from a Direct are, basically. So I don't know. Anybody want to start off with like a quick hot take or something that they really want to see from the, de- the depths within their bones? Um... I have a few things. All right, Luis, go ahead and start the conversation, man. So things that that I that we want to see. Okay. Yeah, so, let's go. We can start with that. Okay. So, well, this one is things that that I want to see, and, and I feel that we're gonna see. Or there's a there's a high chance that we we could see. You know what? Let's um, just go. Let's that's... just go ahead and like. Uh, <laughs> let's just go ahead and re- we can just sh- shout them out and just say what they are, and we, that way we know like what your thought is. But we can just okay. like whatever, whatever order is fine. Okay. So yeah, uh, one of the games that I was thinking about was uh, 
the Twilight Princess HD and the um, Wind Waker HD ports. Um, uh, Nintendo has been releasing like uh, Zelda games uh, like every year, at least one. Um, I think Anuma had said that like they always try to release two a year. Um, and and we need we need Zelda goodness this year. And, and I think you know these ports have been like rumored for a while now. I think it's it's very logical for them to do it uh, since they've been porting like a lot of the Wii U games. Um, so so I think I think it's bound to happen. I want it to happen because I've been wanting to play, especially like Wind Waker. I want to play the game forever. Um, uh, so yeah, so that's one of my one of the things that that I feel like it's gonna come out. That it's that I feel like there's a high possibility that we we see, and that I really want to see in a Nintendo Direct. Okay, like okay, so about these ports, right? Are people mm-hmm. really gonna get excited, like jump out their seat if they like? this stuff because you can like play them on other systems and aren't they like pretty good versions of them too like what's the switch going to offer that's going to make them better well for me uh, i was never able to experience these games on uh on the wii u because they were they they did release on the wii u originally mm-hmm. the hd the hd port um uh, and i mean i guess you can say oh well you, you can play in the wii u but uh, in my case, uh, our, our Wii U kind of, uh, it doesn't really work. Well, the gamepad, <laughs> the gamepad doesn't work. The gamepad doesn't work. Um, and Nintendo had this, like, this comp- complicated like system where you had to send your gamepad to them and they will fix it and then return it to you. So, you know, uh, I don't know if they're doing that. Uh, so for me, like if they announce this, like it'd be, it, I'd be excited, because um, again, I haven't played these games in since the Wii, because uh, you could play since the GameCube, but you could play the GameCube games in the Wii, uh, and so we, we used to play these games in the Wii years ago, and I haven't been able to play those games. Uh, and I want to. <laughs> I'm gonna. Uh, <laughs> you start like, breaking down right now. Uh, like every time I hear like music uh, again, uh, and I'm talking a little bit more of um, uh, uh, for Wind Waker. Every time I hear that music, it, it's like, uh, you know, we were talking about like the childhood, you know, and it's like Wind Waker. It's, uh, it's like the music specifically. Like, I don't know. It, it brings joy to me, and I want to experience that again. Um, and I mean, it could be like a straight up like a port, you know. Just bring that game to the Switch. I don't know if if, if you know if there would be anything new that they could add. Um, I haven't really thought about that because uh, I know that we the we use like the for the Wind Waker port, the you can use the gamepad as your like I think your map, and you can see like your items there, and you can like. Uh, so that was that was new, right? And 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 you know, from what I've heard, you know, it's really cool and it's really um, 
um, what's it called, convenient mm. uh, to be able to see on their gamepad like the map and you know, and, and that's really cool. But for the Switch, I don't know what they could do differently. And I don't know if they'll just go back to how it was. And but you know, portable Zelda is always good too. So I guess that that's really cool. So I don't know. Like for me, it's exciting. Just so because I, I, I want to experience those game games again. And recently, uh, I played Skyward Sword, which I hadn't played since the Wii as well. And that game, I think we talked about it, right? Like that that the ending for the game, like the the final act of the game. Mm-hmm. Amazing, beautiful. I got emotional with that game. <laughs> And y'all be talking smack about it, saying it's amazing. <laughs> and, 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 and that's a, that's why, right? Like, uh, I replayed that game, Howard Sword, after not playing it for years, you know, and, and like it hits differently. So, um, you know, I wanna I wanna experience the older solo games as well, and just, you know, just wait, which solo game? Uh, uh, Skyward Sword. You got emotional at the end? Oh, I guess, yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How could you be so heartless? <laughs> yeah. That's a good game. That's a you need to must play. Honestly, it is. It's really good. I think I even told you guys, like, I went and I started looking like a reaction from other players and like... Mm-hmm. Anyways, yeah, that's uh, those are the games. <laughs> Ray, play it on stream. Mm, I would entertain it more, but I'm hope, holding out hope I could play with my sister still. Since we got mm. kind of far in it. Oh, you were mm. playing with her. Yeah. Twilight Princess, on the other hand, I started, and I got to finish what I've, I started. Nice, dude. So, the, yeah, the ports, they, they seem to always be the first thing that, that's um, mentioned. And I think it's probably because it's basically it's like it makes sense and it's also exciting at the same time. So I think that's probably the, why it's always the first thing that comes up. And I wouldn't mind seeing it. And I'm sure Jose and Cassandra also want to see that happen. To this day. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, the the ports. Um, we're getting one. We're getting one for sure. Yeah, we gotta get a a Zelda game this year. What does that say about us? That all we want is ports. All we want is remakes. <laughs> and we're happy about it. Nostalgia. <laughs> Mm. All right, so we got Twilight Princess and Wind Waker ports to the Switch. Anybody else want to call something out for the next Nintendo Direct? Um. Well, first of all, do you guys think we still have a chance of getting another Nintendo Direct? Like for this... Um, E3 zone. Yeah, we know. Yeah. 
Exactly. Okay, because I was going to say, like, I don't know how realistic it would be, but like a Xenoblade Chronicles X um, port. Mm. Um, I mean, that's, I think that's what a lot of people were expecting or were hoping for. Um, and then they announced three. So um, it's kind of a head scratching moment for me. Um, which, I mean, I, it's good that we're getting a third game, but I feel like there's still that one game that like a lot of people haven't played or didn't get the chance to play just because it came out on the Wii U. Um, and we know how that went. Um, so I'm, I don't know how, like I said, I don't know how realistic it would be for them to announce the port to a game when like a new game is coming up. Um, but I feel like, I feel like interest in Xenoblade Chronicles um, is there, you know, um, and it has the potential of, of growing with this new game coming up. Um, so I feel like porting um, the X would be a good a good move, um, and it'd be something that I would like to see because I never, I, I obviously I love Xenoblade Chronicles now, so <laughs> I want to play that game too. Um, so that's. Uh, um, on my wish list, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, Xenoblade Chronicles 6. Uh, I'm like entertaining the idea that they might announce it once 3 is closer to release. So that they can get like as many pre-orders as possible in the meantime, and yeah. then bang, surprise. Here's like, more. Two, like a week before or something, or two weeks. Like the, like the, um, what was it? The Paper Mario style, just like Twitter posts. Just like a tweet. Ah, yeah. yeah um, uh, I think, because when they announced Cinema Chronicles, right, they announced like the, the season pass too. And I think there's, there's going to be content for the game until, like, December 2023. Well, by December 2023. Oh, they already uh, have. Yeah, I didn't think about so, that. So I don't know if they would, they would announce, like, another port, like, another game. Dang. I feel, it, I don't know. Like, it could come, but I don't know. I don't know if that would be, like, them overdoing it. Yeah, I feel like three things attached to one game is too much, or two things rather than. It's either going to yeah, be a season crazy. pass or the port. It wouldn't be both. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. Dang, Luis, that's such a good point, man. I forgot about that season pass that they announced. Running our dreams. And all right. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't the know, disappointment like... over a season pass. <laughs> you gave me us more content. Why? Why? I want another game. <laughs> I feel like like it's gonna come eventually. Uh, maybe they're waiting for like the the stronger switch so they can like add more to it. What? So, <laughs> Didn't you see twenty twenty four? Someone like I think Reggie came out and was like, "Oh, like Nintendo has to decide where they're gonna go from here," you know. But like a lot of people were just replying like what you mean like just build on the switch like you don't have to go all crazy and like revolutionize another console you know like the switch was a hit like just 
make a better one. Like everyone's been waiting for the Switch Pro or whatever. Why don't they make it? Exactly. Let's. I guess Nintendo changing up the format that would like make them be going back to like what was it? The Nintendo original Nintendo to the sixty four or the GameCube days where they were kind of like making a home console and that's it. And then we were in the era where it was Wii to Switch, where like everything was kind of different. So excuse me, what about Wii U? <laughs> All right, yeah, and the Wii, Wii, and, Wii, Wii U, and Switch. We'll we'll compi- combine the Wii and the Wii together as like their rev- evolutionary phase. So I think they want to just they want to do another evolutionary kind of change rather than stick to the Switch. But it would make sense if they just stick to what was working. I just want a GameCube too, to be real. What? Okay. Anyways, guys. So. <laughs> Moving on. Wouldn't that be hype? Just like a GameCube and everything that was on the GameCube is getting a sequel. You dreaming? <laughs> I know. Out of pocket with yeah, that one, but I'm just saying. I don't. I don't know what to say to that. Damn. <laughs> you're you're wilding, right? Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> I mean, we kind of. I mean, we have a sequel for Louis just mentioned. Uh, mm-hmm. Strikers. Strikers. I guess. I guess. You know what I would like? I would like, and I think. Um, Marcos has expressed this as well to me. Um, uh, do you want another like Pokemon um, Coliseum type of game? Like that would make me really excited. <clears throat> Just because it's, I feel like they kind of forgot about those, <laughs> um, and those are pretty. Those are pretty popular, um, especially if we're talking about GameCube games. Um, I feel like Pokemon Coliseum was a really really popular game um so hopefully they have something in the works to make my heart happy because <laughs> they have pokemon coliseum they got um pokemon gal of darkness xd gal of darkness um <clears throat> and then they did um Battle Revolution, but that one didn't have a story mode. It was more of like a Pokemon Stadium type of game. Um, and that's it. Mm. Is Cassandra sound like she's underwater, TL? Yeah, Cassandra, you sound... Okay, what about now? Oh, yeah, better. Is Pokemon Stadium a game? Is is Pokemon what? Stadium. A game? Yes. Uh, yeah. We had one of those. But we would never get far because we didn't have a memory card or something. So (laughs) every time we started it, we had to restart. No, yeah, it, it had a... Uh, like a storyline, um, 
you battle like all the gym leaders and then the elite four. Yeah. Um, I think for uh, I think you needed like a I think you needed like a cartridge, a Pokemon cartridge, to be able to unlock Mewtwo, which is something that we never never did. But like it had mini games too, and those mini games were like elite. They're still elite. <laughs> but um, but yeah. it's a nice game. If, if they did bring it back, oh my gosh, somebody wiping their phone down or something? All right, it sounds better. Uh, so if they brought it back, right, uh, how would the sales be for it? You think it'll stand up to, to like, uh, what we've been seeing from the other Pokemon Switch entries, like in the 10 millions? No. Mm, um, it'd be kind of hard to tell though, because I feel like the Pokemon Coliseum, like games, those are spin-offs, and so there's like a niche for that. Um, mm. so I don't know if like people, I mean, it could attract people just based of how different it would be from like the core games. Um, but but it would I don't know it would just depend on how they market it and like. The quality <laughs> of the game. Um, <laughs> um, I mean, I think graphic-wise, they would really have to step up just because Pokemon Coliseum was... Um, I think the appeal of Pokemon Coliseum was that it was like this 3D, you know, like it was different from the, the, the you know, Game Boy or well, Nintendo DS, like handheld um, games um, graphic-wise. Mm-hmm. Um, that was like a, a different, a new way of seeing Pokemon, right? So I think that was part of the appeal for the original. So I feel like if, if they were to bring it back, like it would have to be um, somewhat different or like set it apart from the core game so that that appeal is there for this one. Um, and I don't know how they would do that. Um but I mean, I mean, it, it, the potential is there, but I don't know if if they'd be able to go through with it. Hmm. So eventually, so you're saying that it would require the Pokemon Company to inter- innovate. <laughs> That's right. Um, I'd be happy with graphics like um Pokemon Snap, new um new Pokemon Snap, um, and I think Bandai um, Namco did that so. Just, I don't know, give it to somebody else so I can work on it. And problem solved. Yeah. The The Pokemon company needs, like, a figurehead to, like, somebody that's in charge of, like, the Pokemon video game output. I feel like... There's not really somebody for that. Like for other games, like for example, Final Fantasy, we'll have Yoshida right now. That's like, we trust Yoshida's going to deliver all kinds of cool games within that franchise. Right. Like, who is who's that for Pokemon people? The president that wants to make as much money selling merch and shit. Right. Is that him? I don't know. Mm, no. Who's the creative so. head? He has. He's well, I guess. But yeah, I guess we don't have like an equivalent, or like they don't have like a. 
someone you could say like, okay, oh, this guy's working on it. Okay, we're in good hands. You know what's happening? Yeah. The soccer right um, Pokemon. Where is he? Like, Who is he? No, 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 not him. Um, I don't know. I think that's what Poke that Pokemon's missing. And I guess it's probably just not their priority to to make that a reality. But hopefully, man, that sounds really cool. Like having a stadium game. It's more like a gritty one, right? Too. They like actually. The impact of the yeah, like the, are crazy. The, the the storyline is a little more on the darker, quote unquote, darker side, I guess, if you will. Um, right. That'd be that'd be cool. Do you, but possibility of the Nintendo Direct? Give it a percentage. Five percent. <laughs> so you're saying there's hope. I mean, there's hope, but I don't know if that's going to happen. Um, I'd also like to see, um, just moving away from Pokemon, um, I, if there is a direct, I feel like Mario Rabbids has to be included in there. Just because like, that's a game mm -hmm. that that is already announced and it's already confirmed. Um, but we really haven't gotten anything, like no updates, no... No, nothing from that game. Um, I don't even know if it's gonna still release this year, um, but I think that that could be a a good inclusion in the direct if there is a direct. What are the hype levels for this game like right now? I, if we, if it shows up, are you guys gonna be like, oh, let me pay attention and see what new additions are added to this sequel? I would. I mean, I guess it's not like peak hype but like the first mario rabbits game like it's a really good game like it's a solid game um, i feel like it's very i mean i don't know how underrated it is but i feel like a lot of people overlooked it um i sure did it was it was that one game that was like at a discount all the time you know um at the store <laughs> so <laughs> and but um we played it and and i enjoyed it, it it's a really it's a really nice game um uh, and so I'm excited to see what this new one um, brings. Um, I, I'm not going to say it's like, you know, hype levels are, you know, out the roof. <laughs> it's over um, 9,000. Right? Like, no, like I, I wouldn't describe it like that. But, I mean, it's a nice, it's nice to see that they're, you know, continuing this, you know, spin-off for this franchise. It's just the first one was really enjoyable to me. I thought it yeah. was cool how excited, like the the people who made that game, like to have Mario in their game. I remember seeing some presentation, and they were just really hyped, and I was like, "That's cute." Yeah, the uh, the guy uh, cried, no? Yeah, the, mm -hmm. he teared up because he was like so honored and happy to work with his idol. So. I don't know. I think that's cool. I, I feel like we need more of that, you know? Yep. That's me. I'll make a game about cats. <laughs> I'm a pitcher to Nintendo. What would be the hook of that cat game? What would be the, the gameplay loop? 
I don't know, but I'm gonna incorporate Meowth, and then they're gonna sue me because I use their intellectual property <laughs> to name my my cat. <laughs> but it, I don't know. Like, I am so excited for Stray. That game seems like really interesting. And I think fun. that would be a cool concept, like to make it to like a kid friendly game. Mm. I don't know. Like, like a more happy version. Yeah. Yeah, like a happy version. But it also has to be like something exciting so it doesn't turn boring boring. Like mm-hmm. I don't know, just living like a cat. <laughs> A low cat adventure. Nintendo dogs. Um, I never played I that never game. Played Nintendo. But wasn't it really popular? Yeah. yeah. It was like it defined the Nintendo DS. Well, one of the defining games. And what would you do? I don't know. I think you could just pet. I think it was more of like a. Do you know Tamagotchi? Yeah. I think it was kind of like that. Like you just had a, a puppy and you took care of it. I'm assuming. I don't know. I never really played it. So. Kind of like Nico Atuma vibe. Wait, like what? I didn't catch the. What was that? Nico Atsume. Oh, she, she, I, I yeah, don't know. Cool. <laughs> what is that? You collect games. I mean, kitties. I don't think you take care of them, though. But, like, that's the whole point. It's like you collect cats and, like, you oh, have to okay. put out food or, like, toys that a certain breed of cat will like. And yeah. the cat might show up. <laughs> oh, okay. It's so a year. So a menace to cat society, that's what you were simulating. <laughs> Kitty collector. I put a lot of time into that game. Really? <laughs> I mean it looks cute. It looks interesting. Alright, so we got a kitty adventure. We got the the Zelda ports and we got Pokemon Stadium. Possibly. And what are we going to get? <laughs> Nothing. Do you think we're going to um, Metroid Prime 4 update, Ray? Ooh, that would be a good... Like... Mm, I feel like it's still in the oven and Nintendo doesn't want to show gameplay yet. However... Now the... Mm. I think we're going to see a trailer that's going to give us an idea of what the game's going to be like. That would be super exciting. You think think we're getting the the trilogy? (laughs) Dude, I don't even know. Like, everybody's talking about a Metroid Prime remake, and I'm like... Oh, yeah, that's true. And that being like uh, what we're going to be using to to think how 
Metroid Prime is going to be. It's Prime 4, I mean. But... Mm, there's, I feel like there's so many people that haven't played Metroid Prime 1 and, like, the first thing that they play is a remake when the original was so good. It's like, why do that? That's the last of us, guys. <laughs> Drunk me, can you pl please explain to me why a remake? Let's not get into that one, but... Let's not get into it. This is Nintendo. <laughs> yeah. So... I feel like there's so much, like, I guess I'm a little biased, though, because I don't like the Wii controls for the Prime games. Mm. And I feel like there's going to be so much value to having you control the, you control the camera with your left, with the left stick, and you move with the, oh, no, you control the camera with the right stick, you move with the left stick. I feel like that kind of control would be, like, it would open up the door to so many people to, like, yeah, that, like, they modernize the controls to actually work with the gamepad. Like, let me try it out. But maybe I'm just thinking it's thinking it's going to have more of an impact than it's actually going to. And that a remake is necessary to, like, perk people's interest. I'd be like, oh, yeah, this is going to be the next big thing? Let's try it out. I don't know. But if they're going to port 2 and 3 over, just port 1 over it. Ah, oh, no, but then if they port 1 over then the remake is going to probably, like, one of them has like, to suffer in sales. Yeah. Hmm. I think, like, I don't know, it's good to have exposure. Like, like you said, like, you have some worries, but, like, I don't know, I feel like the Switch opened up, like, Metro to so many new people. Yeah. Because wasn't Dread, like, it's one of the best-selling games now. Uh-huh. Metroid games. And that's always good, gonna... I think. Yeah. It's my I first Metroid too. game I've mm -hmm. ever played. True. The power of the Switch. It is. What they could do is just release the, the remake and then cool. be like, oh, GameCube is coming to Switch Online. Oh my gosh. And put Imagine. Prime there. They're already going to Prime. And now you can experience both. Dang. Mm. That'd, be, that'd be cool, huh? That would be dope. Be like, oh, you know, we're working on this remake, and then, like, but you can enjoy the original one in Switch Online or something. We're talking about GameCube for the Nintendo service. Do you feel like Nintendo feels like they're offering enough for the price point that they're giving? Or, like, they're I think, asking? I think they're improving. Like, um, the fact that they're adding, like, DLC of their first party games with the the plan, I think that's, it's a smart move. Because right now, like, they have... They, they have um, what is it? Uh, Animal Crossing DLC. They have the Mario Kart DLC. And I think they added uh, Splatoon 2 DLC, the Octo, Octo Expansion. What good that does when the freaking game still costs $60. <clears throat> yeah. 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 Yeah.
you have like the and then you have the 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 services right like uh, 64 and SNES and NES uh, so I think it has it has improved but that makes me think like if they're they're planning or if they plan to to include like the GameCube will the price go higher oh my you know? gosh like increase it a little more and I don't know like that they better not dude I hope not, you know, and I want to think that they wouldn't. Because if I feel like if they add GameCube and they keep it at the price, then I feel like it's it'd be worth it. Because now you have like what four consoles and DLC, which I hope they keep adding to it. I guess, but I don't know. Yeah. But bottom line, though, I believe Metroid is going to show up at this next direct. Like, I feel like they've been consistent in mentioning it every, like, mm-hmm. E3 for the most Big part. Presentation. Like yeah. E3-ish directs for the most part. So I don't think it would change up here. And then we also have that Metroid pro- that Metroid change for the background on um, Retro's Twitter. Oh yeah. So, so I feel like they want to share something, and I think it's the direct's the perfect place to do it. But I wonder if Prime Form, if it's going to be more in line with the predecessors, where Samus was still like a mystery character, like, or if they're going to lean into more of a story-driven, character-driven kind of presentation of Samus. I don't know if I don't know if Nintendo has enough like trust in Retro to pull that off. Especially after other M, but that would be cool if they did like give Samus screen time outside of her suit and like in like whatever futuristic Federation Blasted Federation city that she's in. That's kinda like the dream for me. Hopefully we can get Pikmin 4 too. <laughs> so people, what? so what's crazy about Pikmin 4, man, is like people will be like ending, <laughs> ending talking about their predictions for the direct and be like Pikmin 4, yeah, 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 okay, <laughs> Pikmin 4. It's a good franchise, yeah. but it's so strange because like they asked about Pikmin 4 to Miyamoto like. What, in 2015? Yeah, and he said it wasn't his development. Yeah, he said it's like, oh, it's going there, you know, it's getting there. And it's like, we haven't heard of Pigment 4 since. So I don't know if they, like, scrapped that idea or, like, they still have it there in the back burner or something. See, but that's the... um, Mm -hmm. That's where, like, the... I think the Pigment 3... um, Port, or um, I think it outsold no the Wii U version. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like it's going back to you know how the Switch is like opening up these like franchises to like new audiences, and I don't know for some reason I feel like Nintendo is not like taking advantage of that. Um, like 
I don't know. Like, give us an update. Like, I don't know. Um, keep us, you know, tuning in for what's next. I don't know. It's this. It's this force. I don't know what's going on. And I was trying to look up who the developers are for this game for Pikmin. Nintendo internal, it looks like. Internal Nintendo is such a mystery, man, because they have like they have a team dedicated to Mario, they have a team dedicated to Pikmin. Not a team, but like there's resources dedicated to Mario for sure. For Mario Kart. Um, and the arms team works on Mario Kart, right? I think so. I think so, too. Really? So, like... I believe so. So, like... Nintendo's so, like, not untransparent with, like, their internal affairs. Like, we can't... It's really hard to speculate, like, if they're even valuing... I further into development of Pikmin 4. Alright, so from like Pikmin 3 to Lux of Pikmin 4, right? Is there anything that they can do, like obviously, that a sequel could like improve upon? Um well I believe Pikmin 3 um I don't know if it ends on a cliffhanger. I'm trying to remember. Um, but, I mean, they can always, like, introduce new Pikmin, like new types of Pikmin. Um, and, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what else they could, like, expand upon. Like, I think story-wise, I think there's potential there for, like, you know, to advance the storyline. I don't know how they would do that. Um, Graphic-wise, I feel like there could be some improvements. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Outside of that, it's... Like, the gameplay is very... Um, like, I don't think there needs to be anything fixed to that. Like, I feel like that's the appeal of Pikmin, just the gameplay and how you're able to control the Pikmin and, you know do all these like missions um but yeah i guess they could just embellish it how about pigment breath of the wild i mean that could work actually Ooh. like i can see it working um i, I mean i don't know how... yeah i mean that actually sounds kind of fascinating <laughs> mm -hmm. i would i would like to see that um but I don't know, like, I feel like that would take, like, a lot, like, a lot of time, which, I mean, it, it's how long it's taking. Yeah. Point, but, um, huh, that's actually interesting. Now I kind of want that, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, like, mm -hmm. I'm kind of just imagining just that, that art style and just, like, a 3D environment and just, it's all bright and vibrant with all the different <laughs> freaking vegetation and... Yes. Yeah. What the hell? Now I want this. 
Now I'm hyped for something that's not even doesn't even exist. You're welcome. Uh, let's see. Anything off the top of my head? Anything Platinum Games related? Like, uh, what was it, Astro Chain? Oh, they're doing I mean, Bayonetta, huh? Bayonetta, uh huh? I think that game was announced, what, September last year? No, I mean, it was shown off uh, mm-hmm. in September of last year in a direct. They said it was coming in 2022. We haven't heard anything from it. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure it's going to make it in 2022. Uh, but I think a direct would be a good way to like show it off again and, and maybe announce a solid date for it. Uh, if uh, I don't know, like if it's gonna, if it would be like this year or, or next year. Um, I think that game's coming out next year, honestly. Mm. I think it's gonna make it 2022. Um, I think the same, but I mean, uh, I think it will have a, a high chance of, of appearing in, in, a, in a Nintendo Direct. Um, but, but yeah, I I think that's a solid solid, uh, like it's probable that we we we, we can see um Bayo three. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I, honestly, I'd be excited to see Bayo three. I don't think we saw any gameplay. Oh no, yeah, we did. Um, but mm-hmm. I like to see more more gameplay for the game. Me too. Another kaiju battle, perhaps? That's right. A personal thing I want to see is another attempt at, like, a Star Fox Assault game that was, like, on the GameCube, where there was... It appeases both kind of fans, right? Because Nintendo established a precedent with Star Fox Adventures that, like has like its own kind of fan base in Star Fox Assault that really likes the ground gameplay and being Star Fox on the ground rather in the air. And, and Assault kind of makes those two pretty well where there was ground ground combat and then there was air combat. And then there's a good like push and pull there. And I think everybody's happy with that. It's just like mechanically on the ground, it wasn't great. And like, I think the flying was better but could be improved upon. If they could just like mat like give great ground combat and great aerial combat and just have a bomb ass story behind it, dude, with Crystal and Star Fox and Slippy and all of them, bruh. That could be a banger, like legit. I feel like that could take people like off guard with how good that could be. A space opera and also one that's grounded like on like planets and stuff. Dude, yeah. That would be the dream, bro. That would be, be the dream. Cool. That would be awesome. But we see that, like, probability chance, though, I'm going to give it a 5%. <laughs> Straight up. I'm going to give it a Pokemon Stadium chance. Yeah, like, I got I've, they they need to change like the formula for for Star Fox. They have the formula. They just didn't execute it well on the GameCube. Assault. Just give us assault, but good. That's all you got to do. 
I don't even want adventures. I I will be unselfish and say I don't want adventures to just assault two or not two, but like a spiritual success or whatever that, it is. Mm-hmm. Um, an improvement upon that game. Yeah. And we're gonna get Mario Kart, right? That's like a hundred percent, no. Hundred percent, no. No, I mean a hundred percent, no. Like question mark, like it's gonna happen. Uh-huh. Wait, Mario Kart nine? No, the DLC. The DLC. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, the DLC for sure. <laughs> I'm like, they haven't mm-hmm. mentioned anything out then. Because they're gonna make have a direct this coming week. Huh. Why? <laughs> Opium. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's always fun because that's an excuse for us to get together and play Mario Kart. That's right. Why? Why is the roadmap kind of weird? It's like, because it's like long? Yeah, it's like a long wait. <laughs> it's like <laughs> huge games. Like, I don't, like, they, like, you can't see, you know, what the upcoming DLC is, but like, you can't play it. It's kind of weird. It's like, I don't know. It just makes you that much more excited to actually play it when it's live. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, like the first time we played like the the, the DLC tracks um, courses, um, I don't know. It was like we played and it's like, that's it? <laughs> like, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> you know, I don't know. It's just... I don't know. Oh, guys, this is a side side um, comment, but I was watching a YouTube video where they were talking about myths in Mario Kart or debunking myths. In Baby Park, you can see Luigi's Mansion. Really? Yeah. And the, the map. Do, do they show like the the screen? capture of that or like the yeah exact yeah. moment oh mm-hmm. what we had post post it <laughs> post it somewhere i will and i think also for uh you know the the map where like it's a big slope and it looks like san francisco with the trams Yeah. So I guess there, like at the beginning, if you look to the left, you can see um, it's like a peach statue of liberty. <laughs> That's cool. Okay. That's so interesting. Well, because there's a lot of background details, but you don't really notice it. Right, exactly, Disney. because you're just like, you're racing. <laughs> yeah, pretty cool stuff. That was a sidetrack, though. Side track, <laughs> pun intended. That's right. No, it wasn't. 
All right. Anything else? Anybody have an idea before I mention something else? Just give us a direct Nintendo, please. <laughs> Just anything at this point. For real. And I, and I feel like we talked about Breath of the Wild 2 ad nauseum at this point. I don't think there's much else new we can say about it. <laughs> they already destroyed our dreams for this year, so... Now we wait. I I mean, it's kind of ridiculous that we don't even know the title. (laughs) Because that's a spoiler in itself, apparently. Nah, that's suspicious. I need to know something, anything now. Right? Like something. Give us something, damn. (laughs) 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 I did see, um, you know, like people theorizing like always, but like... Mm -hmm. um, that like feet could come back or like could yes, make an appearance and like gear him too and i'm like that'd be so cool like to see them like in that legend of zelda like art style because i mean has that ever happened before where there's continuity you know i don't mm, know i don't think so actually like i was um after I finished Cover Sword, uh, I was start, uh, I was looking at videos, and apparently you hear like the same noise that you know when Fee comes out of their sword. There's this that like specific noise that it makes. Mm-hmm. Yes. There's a cutscene in Breath of the Wild where uh, in one of the memories, um, I think when Link is about to fall, like he was about to, I guess, die or something. Like before he's sent to like the chamber. Um. The the sword is like laying on the ground and it starts glowing and it's making the same noise. And yeah, I see that. And it's That's like sick. it is. And it's I remember like looking at it, and I was like, what the heck? How did I miss that? And uh, people were saying, like, oh well, it's it's free, you know, like telling Zelda that you know that there's a chance for Link to survive or something. And that's when she sends Link to the, the chamber. Um and then I think when he gets the sword again, uh, the master sword, you hear that noise again. And then you hear the theme, feast theme, like in the background. It's a little slowed down because, you know, Breath of the Wild, the music, mm-hmm. whatever. And, but you hear the feast theme. And I remember, like, I saw that and I'm like, what the heck? That's so cool. And then I cried. Do <laughs> what you did. Well, isn't the master sword like broken in this new one? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So like, I don't know. Maybe it's like Fee. I don't know. You need to help Fee again or something. It's mm-hmm. I don't know. It's and maybe that's, that's why they're not yeah. revealing the title. Maybe the it's title. tied to Skyward uh-huh. Sword or something like Return oh, of the Sky of the Wild or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting excited. Uh, I know enough. <laughs> enough. Stop. The Sky of Destiny. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. Or something straight up like Fee and Give Him Return. <laughs> the Return of Fee. Of the Wild. <laughs> <laughs> I st- I'm still can't really get over the fact that Link has a freaking devil trigger. From, like Devil May Cry. His whole arm is just like Nero. <laughs> it's pretty awesome.
But yeah, speaking of Zelda, like uh, it doesn't even have to be like the uh, the ports. Like I was thinking, you know, um, it's been a while since since Gretzel. I don't know if you guys have part of the development team. They they made the ports for for um the Ocarina of Time 3DS, the Majora's Mask 3DS, the Link's Awakening uh, remake, and right. I think they worked on the the Metopia port. And I think that was the last thing they worked on. Um, so I mean, it'd be cool to see like a, a a another 2D Zelda remake. Um, mm. And I'm thinking like maybe Minish Cap or Minish Cap, yeah. yeah. That games are underrated, I think. So uh, that that'd be exciting for me too as well. Um, yeah. And so yeah, I think that's that's something that we could see as well. What's crazy is that 2D games are usually not as popular, or they're generally expected to not be as popular as, like, a 3D game, but those freaking Zelda games, man, just, like, there are a lot of people that are attached to those, and it's, like, past the realm of, like, what you expect from usual interest in, like, a 2D game. I just don't know how they do it. Like, if you just look at it off of the bat and just, like, look at how it plays, it's like, this looks pretty, I don't want to play this. <laughs> But it seems like Zelda fans are like all into it. It's pretty crazy. It's pretty nutty. Yeah. Well, I think like for us personally, like we were never. I don't think we ever played those games. So like um, Link's Awakening, for example. Um, I never played that game, and so when it was announced, um, like to me, it was like a new game, you know. And so mm -hmm. I think that was like the appeal. Like, oh shoot, you know, great. And so, and it's like, it was a good game. Like, it's an enjoyable game. So I feel like that's, I don't know. Like, I feel like those 2D games, they're, they do have, like, their their loyal fans. Yeah. But then I think it's had a balance where, like, it's not that popular that, like, like if, the, you know, a remake gets announced, um, like, it appeals to, like, the newer fans who never played those games. And so, like, it appeals to both groups, you know, the the loyal fans who are like, oh, shoot, you know, it's nice, you know, that we get to revisit this. And then for newer fans, like us, I guess, and other people. Um, so I think it's a, it's a perfect balance. Like those um, Oracle of Seasons and Oracle of um, Ages. Yeah. I've, I've never played those games either. And I feel like a remake of those could be a good as well. And I feel like people have been talking about those as if Nintendo's going to put them on um, the online service for like Game Boy. Oh, yeah. Whatever the theory is out there for that. Yeah, but Breath of the Wild 2. That's always where the the whole Goku, Goku uh, give me your energy um, energy goes from all the Nintendo fans all the time, every time. Hopefully they come through this time for that, though. Just a piece. Just a tiny. 
Just the title. <laughs> and then I guess the last thing in the in the chamber that I wanted to mention was that my wild like speculation that there's going to be a Nintendo slash Donkey Kong crossover game, 3D game. Mario and Luigi, Donkey Kong and Diddy Kong on an adventure together. The dream. Bowser and KK rule teaming up to be commit like the ultimate bad crime against their their uh, universe. That'd be awesome. <laughs> but I'll continue to dream. That'd be cool. Good idea. Nintendo's gonna come up in here to farm ideas. <laughs> I've been saying it. I just gotta post it. I gotta post it and I gotta clip it on Twitter so that I can send it to Nintendo <laughs> of America. Do it. Do it. <laughs> well, I'm just about tapped out of ideas. What you guys? You guys want to throw anything out there next Nintendo Direct? No, I think that's it for me. Just give us a joy, please. I'm asking nicely. Please, we need it. We need Yeah, sounds good, man. All right. So I think we can go ahead and cut it here, y'all. We've been on here for a little while, actually, talking about Nintendo. So... Let's go ahead and cut it out. Thanks, anybody that came through to watch our stream, watch our podcast. We really appreciate it. We are Roll Jump Media. Uh, if you wanted to go ahead and follow us on YouTube, on Twitch, on our social medias, feel free to do so. Just go ahead and look up our name and whatever platform you're looking for us on and follow us there. Uh, we like to talk about games with you guys, talk about Nintendo Direct, talk about whatever video games topics that's coming up. If you want to talk about it, this is the place to be. Appreciate it one more time for you guys watching. And before we sign off, do our guests and co-hosts have anything to say to our audience? Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Uh, go play games. Thanks for tuning in. Play some games. Dope. All right. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time.